Greetings, film fans. Welcome to episode 27 of The Big Review Ski, the film show from Joe and Her that this week is celebrating a very important anniversary. I'm your host, Owen Hardy, and I'm delighted to be joined by two of my favourite people in the whole entire world. It's Rory Cash and Palmer, now successfully out of their sparkly spandex from last week. It took a while, but we got there. <laughs> yeah. Had to be chiselled off. Actually, those were, they, they were on pretty tight, weren't they? Yeah, there was a lot of my body parts gone, <laughs> changing colour. A lot of chafing. Any ideas what we're celebrating, the big anniversary? As always, you just kind of hijacked it here and just completely came in. As, uh, it's Rory's birthday! Oh. <laughs> Happy birthday, Rory! That is a surprise. I uh, was looking at the number 27, I was like... No, no, yeah. not ringing any bells. Happy birthday, anyway. Thanks, so You look older. Really, you look really old. I feel old. I've aged several years since we began this podcast. And that spandex didn't help no, uh, matters no, didn't at all. Um, doing anything nice for your birthday? Recording this podcast. Okay. <laughs> Amazing. <laughs> if you'd like the Big Review Ski to jump out of a cake for you at your birthday, oh, you can geez. tweet us on Twitter at Bi- Under Seed Style. Yeah. yeah, at Big Review Ski. And you can WhatsApp us on 12345678910. Uh, great, Scott. My phone has a, has a 10 now, does it? Yeah. <laughs> I had to put a space in between them so I wouldn't read it as 12345678910. Um, we've got a super show coming up this week as we'll be joined by none other than a great Scott. That's why. That's, oh, the, why, uh, that's why uh, we uh, shout the great Scott. It's Andrew joke. Scott. It's fine. Don't worry about it. He is the world's nicest bad guy, Mr. Andrew Scott. Um, plus, we've got high clues that will have you banging your head against the wall. Oh and some tasty Teen Titan goodies to give away, too. Uh, now, though, mm. it's time for the big question on the Big Review Ski. Last week, we wanted to know, what is your favourite Pixar film of all time? Uh, thanks to everybody who got in touch. Jules Callahan went for Up. Uh, Cassie Matthews chose Finding Nemo. Colin Brosnan did an Owen on it and said Toy Story 2 with Toy Story 3 and Toy Story uh, coming very close. Eden Rabach, which is a good name. Uh, he's a man after your own heart, Rory. He chose The Incredibles. Good and for then, you, man. And this is what I love about uh, our listeners. People got into an argument oh. uh, about the greatest Pixar film of all time. So Paul went for Monsters, Inc., replied to by Shane. He said, it's not even a debate, Wally. <gasps> and then somebody called Sean came in and said, Toy Story 3 or Coco for me. They both made me cry. Shane got back and said, Sean, when I said this is not even a debate, I meant it's not a fucking debate. Oh my God. Wally is the greatest Pixar film of I'm all really time. I'm getting the spirit of <laughs> yeah, Pixar here already. Nearly the greatest film of all time. Paul, from the start, jumped in with, and this is why we do have the greatest listeners in the world, after Showgirls, of course, another tear jerker. <gasps> to which Shane replied, jerk the tears right out of me. Ah, uh, that, that is, is the greatest <laughs> Twitter thread. I'm, oh my God, I'm so happy. I'll, uh, I'll send it to you. Some great shouts in there. Uh, Wally, Toy Story 3, Coco. I completely forgot about Inside Out as well. Oh, which is stunning. Yeah. Which is like, uh, up like there. My, my sister uses that to teach her kids about like how to behave and be nice around kids you know it's really really clever and yeah. Wally's like a silent film that'll make you cry it's great with yeah, Sigourney so Weaver with Sigourney Weaver so. uh, but for this week's big question on the bigger view it's over to birthday boy or cash uh, yes in honour of the release of Mamma Mia here we go again which to be fair does not get enough recognition for actually being a pretty cool title that's a great title uh, we, I had to ask what is your favourite musical moment in a movie now before so we came on lots air lots of questions before we came on air Paul asked the, pre- did, the prerequisite I, what, which essentially boils down to what did you mean by that by, by <laughs> which I answer yeah it was like how, however you interpret yeah that's fair enough because we could have like any music don't in do any it. film don't do an own in it for example no 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 see it, <laughs> no. Ha- it would have to be a musical a musical moment okay. in, in, the, in like 
the relation to Mamma Mia and that people burst into song. So okay. it's like, say, like 500 Days of Summer whenever uh, Hall & Oates, Oates plays. Okay. But does he sing along? Uh, he dances dance along. along dance. Dance. So it doesn't count. Okay, that's fine. So it's good yeah. to know that that doesn't count. Uh, sign guy, will you just get rid of that clip there? <laughs> <laughs> well, Paul, what did you go for? I went for, yeah, I, I thought, thought along your lines. I tried to guess what you were thinking. And I went get for a head. classic comedy featuring uh, two members of SNL who kind of nailed it down and this is their defining role for me. Actually, one of my karaoke songs of choice, but it's not this number. This is the uh, Lady of Soul in this film. You better think about what you're saying. You mm-hmm. better think about the consequences of your actions. Oh, shut up, woman. You better think, Good tune. Great tune. Mm-hmm. Did you say that one is not your karaoke song? No, I do. Everybody needs somebody to love. Oh, by, of right. course, the Blues Brothers. And yeah, if musical, which is, I think anytime it's on, it's one of those films I watched constantly to the end. You got Ray Charles in there. That was Aretha Franklin. And um, it's just a wonderful, wonderful comedy. And in that scene, they're having a little argument there. And then Aretha Franklin kind of gets at her uh, boyfriend's face and then just bursts into the thing. And you know, any excuse for Samarita is always good. Hundred percent. She's class, and that is a great choice. Amazing. That's the diner scene, isn't it? Yeah. That's and Ray right. Charles was uh, in the. Remember, they go to the music store to buy the piano. And go, that's I think right. This is broken, and he goes into shake your tail. Better. And then James Brown does all the flips in the oh, church that's as well. Amazing too. Oh, yeah. Crack and film. Great film. Great checks. And the oldest reading. I can't turn you loose with the pile up of the cars and all that stuff. It's okay, need to go watch amazing. Blues Brothers again. Yeah. Um. So I had questions about the question as well. Yeah. I was wondering, do Disney films count as musicals? I think they can. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. If someone sings their feelings, okay. <laughs> then it's a musical. <laughs> well. Moment. This is one of the most feelingest feelings part of any film ever. Oh, it's gonna cry. Take it away. Oh no. Oh no. Oh yes. You big softy. Are you gonna sing it first? Oh my buck. I'm gonna play the oboe. Not a euphemism. <laughs> Here she comes, she's coming now. There she is, she's in that dress. Here she is. Taylor's old as time True as it can be Bit of Angela Lansbury there Yeah And there's the wee dog in the background as well Good lad Very musical So from Beauty and the Beast (laughs) A Tale as Old as Time Yeah Um, Which was redone with Ariana Grande and John Legend Your grand move on Don't care about them It's all about Jessica You Stevens didn't you? Oh, Dan Stevens was yeah. great, but uh, it's all about Angela Lansbury mm-hmm. um, uh, playing Mrs. Potts there. And that, so that, I had a question about that, uh, whether that counted. Well, there's someone in the film is singing, so yeah. yes. But in terms of what's my favourite musical number? Oh, Jesus, he's done well, it again. Just, just hit it there. It's great. No, no. Oh, I, you can't do this every what? week. What are you talking about? Who do you think you are? I, it's not me playing the piano. I don't appreciate it. Rory, take back your question, all right? It's null and void his answer. So... My actual favourite is this. We could have been anything Do I get two answers? I don't know what the rules are to this game anymore. Bugsy Malone. I hate this song. <laughs> you hate this song? Yeah. But then it goes into this amazing part. You give a little and it all You're a prick. <laughs> and then it goes into... 
Nah, that's that's them all. That's all the clips there now. You're a prick. So I, I just wasn't sure whether it was going to be Beauty and the Beast or I don't believe uh, you when you said that's all your clips. You are a bad man. You're a bad person. What did you, you go know for, Rory? No, you know. What, no, what, what no. This is the go? line. This is the line in the sand. Yeah. One answer. I'll never do it again. I'll never do it again. I swear. You mega mixing piece of shit. <laughs> <sighs> well, I had two answers. <laughs> But That's I had because it's your birthday. I had to. I literally had to flip a coin between my two answers because I could not decidedly choose between them. Uh, and I'm I, since my birthday. I had a good fuck. Since my birthday, one of them was from Chicago. It's uh, the he had a coming one. Okay, which I loved. But the other one, uh, yeah, you should know it almost immediately. You can Absolutely banging tune there. Yeah, it's really altered the mood in the room. What's your <laughs> name? Amy Mann. Amy Mann, it? yeah, yeah. That uh, was from... uh, John C. Riley et al. from Magnolia. Uh, where the whole thing just goes on pause for uh, a three minute uh-huh. singing interlude. Uh, and it was, I remember seeing that for the first time, being, what is happening? I've never seen this happen in the cinema before. Uh, and it's just a, such a heartbreaking song, anyway. And that film, ugh. Did he yeah. write the whole script and he was like locked himself away and just listened to Amy Mann just constantly on repeat? But she is the full soundtrack, mm. isn't yeah, she? Yeah, the yeah. whole yeah. soundtrack. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, yeah, some interesting choices there from all of us. <laughs> Great tunes. Multiple interesting. You would think a question with three answers would have three answers. Just not a three only. Eight. Have we any more clips? I don't think we've any more clips. No, that's just the most. Sure. Random music now. Poor sound guy. Go back to having like his memory must be full with all your <laughs> alternative answers. I'll, I'll save the other answers for uh, for next week. Now, though, it's time for our example haiku. Oh, yeah. um, so, Paul, you were writing this week's uh, wee teaser. So basically, the question was terrible. So we're going to keep up in this. The questions answers. I like the we, question. we didn't abide by the rules. So okay. I'm all rules are gone now. <laughs> all rules are gone for the haiku. So. I, I don't even care about syllables at this yeah, stage. Yeah. yeah. No. Yeah. yeah. No. Oh, there's rules to this, is there? Yeah. The rules Since I was pulled up for heresy a few weeks ago, what does Owen get pulled up for? Lying. Speeding. I also yeah. speeding <laughs> and heresy as well. Okay, here we Drugs. go. All the, yeah. Because I was, this is based on a answer I was convinced you were going to give for the music question. So, All right, okay. So, okay, that's a clue. Well, there's a gift. There you go. Sort of. I have it. <laughs> Show goes. Okay, first line, gorilla murder. <laughs> I was just thinking George uh, Second line Born Again And again And That's the end of that sentence like, How are you spelling that, born? B-O-U-R-N-E right. oh, And uh, the third line is Ruler is lonely Ruler is Lonely Lonely Okay let's do a syllable count Gorilla murder Five Okay Sorted Born again And again And Seven, yeah, sorted. And ruler is lonely. Yeah, perfect. Five ruler is lonely. Okay, anything popping in the mind? Well, that's Damon. The middle line, <laughs> born again and again. Yeah, and yeah. Um. Oh. No, he wasn't. No. That. What's the again and again and again? But he was. He, Matt Damon was born again three and times. again. <laughs> yeah. No. Four. 
He did four then. He came back and did the other well, one. That would um, be, well, again and again. I don't think there's anything. Basically, <laughs> it was just like the again and again. Another clue. It's not like if I said two agains, it means two films. It's just like it's just rep- repetition of Matt Damon's Matt Damon, just like Matt Damon, Matt Damon, and Matt Damon. Okay, I'm confused by that <laughs> massively. I thought it was Doug Ryan okay, for a second. The, I would have thought the third line would have given it away. Ruler one. is lonely. Ruler is lonely. Oh, what do you think it is, Rory? It? Rory's yeah, you've got a glimmer in his yeah, eye. I think so. Write go it down on. there and see. I'm going to oh, tease yeah. Owen. Yeah, yeah, don't tell. Oh, don't Jesus tell. Jesus Christ! Here yeah, we go. this is one of my favorite things I get when Rub I get to torment Owen with absolute pricks. Yeah. Anyway. In fairness, though, there's no, there's, there's no one better at this game. It's just that Rory is better at this game, and Rory got it. I hate the two of you. I, oh, do I you? Hope, and can I you see you why, no can you see nice why I would have thought Owen would have given this as an Absolutely. answer? Absolutely. Yeah. Well, actually, there's another one. I actually thought Owen was going to go with something from Anchorman again. <laughs> again, I can't pick Anchorman <laughs> every single week. So I think, Rory, we should move on, being that you've well, we done are, really yeah. well in this um, round. And Owen hasn't struggling yet. with that high clue there, so we'll move on yeah, to... Uh, uh, let's go to the movie, shall we? Because I know you love this bit, you pricks. Have a birthday. I would have thought as a birthday present you would not have played that. Oh, that would have been good. Didn't think of it, though. No. Um, no. These are the top ten films (laughs) in the Irish box office that are at the minute. Uh, Number ten this week is a brand new entry. We reviewed it last week. It is The Secret of Marrowbone, Rory. In at ten. In at ten. What did I say? By next week, then. Nothing. Oh, no, it'll be be gone next week. You said it was decent enough, though. Yeah. Yeah. Horror film. That's what I mean. Like, for horror to kind of enter that lowly yeah it's not a good sign okay number nine this week is Adrift with Shailene Woodley and Sam Cleflip Cleflin uh, still floating again still floating and based Lo-lo. on a true story number eight is Patrick any anything this week no Paul? no because why is, Pugative is why is Sherlock still Gnomes Pugatory not rattling around I know sorry Sherlock uh, Gnomes has dropped out Can of the top ten films I don't think so we'll go and see I, it again I went past an advertising in, an advertisement in Dublin uh, yesterday and there was a gnome on it and it was like don't forget to ensure your gnome and then they crossed out the word gnome and had the word home and I was like someone's been listening someone's been listening 100% to, uh, <laughs> where, they, where they crowbar the word gnome into absolutely We're everything defining culture on this show mm. shaping it up next is Sicario 2 Day of the Gnome um, which is decent but not amazing like the first Sicario was number 6 moving up the church is, uh, is Dublin Old School Oh, that's good. Good to see yeah, the word in yeah. Because yeah. I think <laughs> that opened in the middle of the heat wave. Yeah, like the proper heat wave. Mm. Yeah, so no one was going to the cinema. <laughs> Sun's out, week. film's out, and everyone's outside. Yeah, so, you, you uh, could tell they were like, uh, I know it's lovely out, but can you also go see our film? But well, it's great. I think everyone I've, I've, I've talked to who's gone seen has nothing but good things to say about it. I mean, I, I think I, as I said before, I don't think it nailed the landing, but I really enjoyed it as well. And. Yeah, Dublin looked great, and as someone who's lived in Dublin for thirty-one years, um, it didn't feel like the cliched shots you'd see, you know, or like the Hapney Bridge or anything like that. It's kind of a new, gritty take on Dublin, and that scene in the alley was just fantastic from the two guys. Really check it out for that alone. Amazing. Uh, number five this week is the first purge. I was trying to say this in a Dublin accent, loads. The first purge. Force purge. Which would be good. I'd like to see a purge I'll here purge in, you. Uh, in Dublin. That'd be good. An Irish set purge. 
That's be a better crack. Saint, Saint it's, that's that's the one. Uh, number four is Ocean's Eight. Number three is Jurassic World: Fallen Kingdom, which has oh, been knocked off the top spot. Our spoiler nice. take on it. Yeah, I, I put that down to us, you know, picking the whole story. Yeah, I don't think that had anything to do with it, but okay. <laughs> um, yeah, but it's been knocked off the top spot, and we have a new entry at number two. It's The Rock in Skyscraper, but even he could not stop the superheroes of Incredibles 2 which is straight in at number one in the Irish box office and I think we've all seen it because Roy you reviewed it last week and you were chatting to director Brad Bird well before that I also went to see Skyscraper oh did you? yeah uh, I didn't. I didn't care for it too much. It's just bla- it's just it's, it passes the time. I'll tell you what the biggest problem with it was. Well, two two of the biggest problems. One, you actually kind of got uh, last week where you said the baddies were terrible, mm. uh, which mixes into the fact that with Die Hard, when you're watching Die Hard, or even the de- the Towering Inferno, when you're at the start of it, you're like, "Ooh, I don't know which one of these people is going to get killed." Mm. Watching uh, as the film goes on, but you knew The Rock was fine. You knew Nev Campbell was fine. You knew they weren't going to kill the six year old in the in the films so they like, don't kill the six year old they don't oh, he, he, he's fine uh, so that was one and the other one was again the Terrence Inferno and Die Hard had like a had a sense of uh, realism to it where you were like that is in a building or <laughs> is in a mm-hmm. physical set that they've put on fire or whatever whereas the, the CGI in this is so over the top and the building that it's in just looks so fake that uh yeah, there was just no sense of like real peril, In jeopardy, or anything. No, it was just oh, that's a pity. Well, how's the rock? Is he just on normal? The rock, rock can carry form? anything. Yeah, the rock's yeah. the rock's good. Like he it would be he, great to see him work with like a really top notch action director, though, as opposed to him just having to kind of carry. Let's let's call a spade a spade. C plus scripts and make them into B minus. If you're being generous to it, yeah. I'd love to see him work with like Brad Bird, something like that. You know, I'd love to see him in a an adult certain movie where he can be violent. Uh, as opposed to go this full Neeson on it, where yeah, 100%. yeah, just go like like do a cheaper film that you can be a bit grittier and a bit tougher in because in in this and in everything that he's done recently, and we all love Rampage. family friendly, yeah. we all love yeah. Rampage, oh, yeah. but you know, where's the blood? <laughs> you want more blood? Yeah, or the, or the dick, six jo- or the dick <laughs> jokes with a gorilla. Okie dokie. Oh, that's right. That <laughs> that is Rampage. God, I love that film. Uh, and as we said, number one is Incredibles two, and uh, we've all had a chance yeah. to see this since last week. And it is it's it's such uh, a good film. And myself and Paul were chatting about it uh, earlier on, and you made a great point, Paul. Just that it just doesn't feel like a cartoon. It's like you watch it. And it's like this is this is like a real a film. Fly it like. It's, it would be like a normal superhero film it doesn't play for those kind of oh he bumped his head wink wink kitty laughs this is like real psychological stuff gets into the intricacies of a marriage and you know the pressures on your family life wrapped in a kids film I was like holy crap I thought there were times that I was like they could do it like it might maybe like a throwaway gag here but they don't go for it which I'm all in favour of but even comparing it to other Pixar stuff, tonally, it's so different. Just like the first one was. The action set pieces are great, but yeah. even that, there's one particular sequence with um, with the villain. I always thought, this is eerily reminiscent of the trap and saw. Mm. Like, even the way it's shot, it was just like, wow, this is kind of out there for was kids. Was that the one that you had to put the epilepsy signs up for? Yeah. 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 That yeah. Was, I remember watching it the first time. I was like, oh, oh God. Holy moly. <laughs> and uh, in terms of the anima- anim- animation, animation uh, Bob Odenkirk's character looks exactly like Bob Odenkirk. I yeah. felt like I was watching Bo- Bob Odenkirk, yeah. well, c- which I, is great. I feel like I've met uh, Catherine Keener's character yeah. in real life. Oh, 100%. I feel like I've seen her 
in like a in a bar in Dublin Four. But as you, <laughs> but as you said, uh, brilliant decision just to pick it up straight after the mm. end of the first uh, yeah, film because so that really it laid any questions or any kind of like oh explanation went into it and uh, loved all the old throwbacks and Frozone is still just as cool as he always was yeah and uh, speaking of like Breaking Bad with Bob Odenkirk in there as well Mike Ehrmantraut is in there is and he? Yeah, yeah he replaced he, um, I can't remember his name but he, I think he died between the movies the, oh, sorry, the guy who, sorry to put a diner on that <laughs> Jesus um, but no he, he, yeah oh, kind yeah. of dicker and his his character is, uh, is brilliant as well so there's kind of minor characters and uh, Edna as well and Jack Jack is obviously brilliant. Um, yeah, you can see, you can fight with the raccoon. Is, was, uh, you can see Jack Jack kind of been developed. Yeah, yeah, into his yeah. own kind of franchise. No, no, cookie. No, no, what a cookie. But uh, yeah, Incredibles too. Highly recommended. Uh, brilliant voice cast, and as you said, Paul, um, just really brilliant action. Um, and that's why I said like someone like Brad Bird working with. The Rock and those incredible set pieces would be uh, would be super, but now it's time for uh, it's the big interview on the big review ski, and it's not necessarily about a, a new release this week, but the Galway Film Fla was on in Galway, good show, uh, just recently. <gasps> Best and, place for it. <laughs> oh yeah, I know. It's like why put it anywhere else? Uh, but Rory, uh, you headed along uh, sure to the what's Galway? The, the the Windy City that's the, the one tribe. City the, of the tribe. Tribes. City of the Tribes yeah I got you there uh, that's the one and uh, yeah you were at the festival and you had a chance to sit down with Andrew Scott who is just well he seems like a wonderful man yeah like I uh, he <laughs> I, say, I said this to him in the, in the interview that like the uh, I've heard previously that the people who play the best va- uh, villains and baddies always end up being some of the nicest people in real life and that I think has proven the case with Andrew Scott because he's just such a lovely man who can make as much time because just before the interview he was giving an acting masterclass uh, down down at the Galway Film Festival and I caught the end of it and then you, ha- you have been class at acting these last few days. I Thank was you. thinking that. Yeah. Thank you very much. He's faking friendship with you right now. <laughs> I'm Daniel Day Lewising this right now. Um, but he he uh, when the when the mass class was over, there was a queue of dozens of people who just wanted to go up and say thanks. I have a photo taken with him, and he he was not, not impatient in the least, and he was super nice to every single one. Uh, one of them that came up, and yeah, he's just a, a lovely guy. But um, he's in a lot of stuff that he can't talk about yeah Pre, like before it comes out hmm. obviously um and that continues to be the case because i asked him what are you up to next and obviously you almost see sealed. the red dot like appear <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> on him is like no no uh but suppose things he's had to be massively top secret about are sherlock uh of course yeah uh, where he plays moriarty and specter yeah being like a bad guy in a bond film is just it's gotta be like i'd rather actors. that than be bond to be honest I'd <laughs> yeah have more fun as the bad guy but uh, I do. Ha- I feel like I have to. I don't know how well uh, Sound Guy has said. Yeah. Today, so we'll just I did have to do this interview <laughs> in the in, toilet in a fire escape, an actual fire escape. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, that was constantly in use. Um, <laughs> was there a fire at the time? Scotty Creeper. <laughs> <laughs> it's just a busy fire escape. It's the world's busiest fire escape. Uh, and I'd like to thank the Galway Funflower for that because <laughs> they just decided not to uh, put up put up any kind of room whatsoever for or the chair. It's like stand over there. And do this interview, which is a fantastic microcosm of the Galway Film Flower Festival. Okay, so you might uh, hear a few rogue voices there in the background, but uh, this is uh, Rory's interview with uh, the wonderful Andrew Scott in a Fire Escape. Rory Cashman here from the Big Review Ski and Joe Dari. I'm speaking to 
living legend. I'm, <laughs> I'm saying it, living legend. Andrew Scott. Andrew, how are you doing? I'm great, thank you. How are you doing? I'm pretty good. Um, first of all, I just I was I was caught, caught the end of your uh, master class there, uh, and the first question I wanted to ask you was: I remember years ago um, Anthony Hopkins saying that he he thought people were afraid to approach him on the street or say hello because he was so intimidating on screen. He he was you know he was one of the most famous bad guys yeah. of all time in Hannibal Lecter. Uh, you have played one of the two of the most. Famous bad guys in recent years. You had uh, Spectre, and obviously you had Moriarty. Yeah. Uh, I was going to ask if people are afraid to approach you, but like there was queues of people up there yeah. wanting to talk to you, wanting to like sing your praises. Yeah. So is that not something you've had to uh, deal with? Uh, actually, it's only acting. I know it's only acting, no, but, but like people no, take no, it no, very no, seriously. It's, it's, yeah. no, they, do, they take it very seriously. And no, actually, do you know in the early days a little bit, but now I suppose since I've done kind of other work or for whatever reason people find me a little more approachable I just worked with uh, Tony Hopkins actually on King Lear oh wow just before the, before Christmas and uh, yeah. uh, he is the most uh, kind and generous and fantastic um, uh, person uh, so um uh, uh, yeah, but of course he's a little little intimidating sure. but not necessarily because I thought he was going to uh, eat my liver <laughs> so just just because um, just because he's uh, told him that he is a legend well they do they do say that in order to find the best bad guys they are normally played by the nicest people do they say that I've heard that because yeah. I remember and now it's completely off topic but Rachel McAdams played the ultimate mean girl in Mean Girls yes and Tina Fey had said she's literally the nicest person I've ever met so it's probably a compliment to your personality yeah, oh, to yeah. play bad guys so well well I think that's sometimes true it's like sometimes if you're shy if you're a shy sort of smiley type person as I am sometimes if you're an actor you're going, you don't want to go to the other the other extreme so maybe there's some truth in that yeah well, I was looking back over your IMDb page, and I had no idea you were in Saving Private Ryan. I was, I was. Yeah, Tom Hanks rolled over me, uh, uh, and my line was like, <laughs> um, "Yeah." I mean, it, it, it took. It took. I, mean, I was playing Soldier Number Thirty Three A. Like, it wasn't. I wasn't. I, I don't. You weren't Private Ryan. I, no, exactly. <laughs> I wasn't Private Ryan. No one was saving me. Um, but uh, uh, it was brilliant because it was. You just get to see these like, legends on. Um, on uh, at work, you know, so it was more of an observational thing, and uh, so no, it, it it was many years later actually when I started to, um, I suppose, become a bit more recognisable to people, you know, working in a theatre and Irish film and all that kind of stuff. But it certainly was an amazing um, uh, opportunity to think, oh my God, he covered up the sky. I always remember that we were filming him. We were filming uh, on a very sunny day in Wexford, um, uh, oddly enough, and I remember thinking, God, it suddenly got really, really cloudy. And we were shooting on Curraclough Beach, and I realised that actually he had smoke machines that covered up the entire skies. The whole sky was this ominous grey colour. And I thought, this is this has got some budget. This is a bigger budget than films I've been working on. I don't <laughs> uh, but it was incredible the, the the resources that they have in those films. Well, you, you, you mentioned about the films you're going to be working on in Dublin in the future. Um, I am so hugely proud of the direction Irish film has taken yeah. in the last five or ten years. Um, it seems to have gotten uh, much more international acclaim. Yes. Uh, there's a lot more different genres that people are trying and trying successfully because yes. for years it was like, we can do drama and that's kind of it. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> but now I've seen like genuinely recent uh, Irish horror films, yeah. uh, trying sci-fi comedy has gone yeah. huge lately. Yeah. And one of my favourites that you were a big part of uh, recently was Handsome Devil. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. What have you, any memories of that? Oh yeah, it's a, it was a really important film because it's a 
for me it's a better film that a lot of people recognize like are you allowed do you have to be the arty kid and you're the sporty kid and you kind of have to you have to choose you mm. know, choose your choose your team sort of and the, the premise of that film is actually that you have a bit of both and that you know you're getting you're getting the same thing from theater that you are from from being in a sports team which is you know a sense of community in a sense of um, so like I mean we live in an Ireland now that is so um, exciting it's a sexy place Ireland I think at the moment and uh, so this confidence with all this new type of forms of um, arts you know and uh, culture and comedy and uh, theatre and film I mean it's amazing I want to I want to um, I want to be part of it you know yeah one thing I ask literally every single Irish uh, talent um, what is your favourite Irish movie? My favourite Irish movie. There is a good question. Do you know what a film springs to mind? No. Because I think it was the old, the, the only Irish film that there was at the time. Is Eat the Peach. Do you remember? Oh wow! <laughs> That's <laughs> I have great affection for Eat the Peach because at the time there were no, there was none of the films that were getting announced. So sure. like, oh my god, it's an Irish film! It's yeah. an Irish film! It's in the cinema, <laughs> and, um, and they used to go around that that motorbike track. <laughs> remember it? And uh, uh, so I'm going to say Eat the Peach. That's uh, niche. It's <laughs> <laughs> a niche one. <laughs> Look it up, people. <laughs> the Irish film. A big actually. big fan of that choice. Like yeah. I, and no one else I've asked. Anyone else? <laughs> normally. Michael Collins or the way that shakes the bird yeah no I'm going to go eat the peach eat the peach eat the peach yeah. fantastic uh, one other thing I have noticed that I, I, I haven't personally had the honour but I've heard is uh, how fantastic you were at Hamlet oh yeah um, now obviously that's completely different to what say cinema guards would be used to seeing you yeah, yeah. is that a completely different beast for you as well is it like can you I suppose the question is like for actors who do both. Yeah. Do you have to cordon off certain types of acting for on stage as, as you would for in, yeah, in, on film? Yeah, I know film? what you mean. No, not, not at all, actually. I was really obsessed with the idea that Shakespeare could be spoken conversation with him enough to be sort of declaimed and, you know, sh- shouting in the dark, as they call it. And I wanted it to be, you know, it's a, it's a play about um, a young man with mental health issues, which is enormous for you know, this current, in this current climate. Mm. And so I wanted it to be as, um, with this really famous play, to make it like really um, uh, uh, prescient for for current audiences, and I don't really believe in that thing of you know a certain type of film acting, a certain type of stage acting. I think it will, it's it's all just acting, and sometimes stillness on stage is really powerful, and sometimes kind of theatrics. On uh, Philip Seymour Hoffman is one of my favourite actors, and he's he's a very colourful actor, and I think sometimes it's just about boldness and being true, truthful. So so that's what we try we try to do a little bit with Hamlet, and then, um, yeah, it's been amazing that people. Have Responded to it has been incredible. Um, what's next? Uh, well, um, I, <laughs> uh, as usual with all the things that I'm I'm doing, I if I reveal what I've just been filming, so a sniper will come and uh, shoot me in the face from a an American <laughs> from America. <laughs> from That's America. a clue. There's a clue. <clears throat> uh, no, I'm doing I'm doing a little bit. I've just done a little bit of American uh, television. <laughs> Andrew <laughs> okay so that, that narrows the time you do like it just seemed like every every major project you're in you're like oh I can't I talk can't, about it oh it's so true <laughs> I, it's like it's like I follow them I was like I was like can I can I tell people about this they're like do not tell anyone about this so I'm sorry I'm sorry Rory I can't there's not this, I've nothing for you you'll know what I mean but anyway a bit of American television and then I'm going to do something else that I can't talk about <laughs> this is this is gold you're mining the gold Andrew says redacted <laughs> <laughs>
Do you like yeah. ge- like genuinely? Do you do you enjoy the kind of the mystery around like yeah, when you're doing fun. stuff like this? I do think it's fun. I'm kind of used to it now because sure. Sherlock and the Bond and all those things. So I'm well used to not, just not, not having to give the plot away. Sometimes you know because it's exciting then when people when people then go oh cool that's that's cool and then it's then it's all out. So yeah, no, I do quite enjoy this. There is a bit of a sadist in me, obviously here. <laughs> that's my headline. <laughs> it's got there. It's a bit of a sadist. Thanks so much, buddy. Thanks, man. That uh, do you know what I love about that interview? The ninety-seven other people in the background the whole way through. Yeah. Why did you invite all them along? Why well, I just enjoy an audience. Yeah. You know, <laughs> you know me. It's the only reason I'm on the show is because I know there's ninety-seven people at least listening. He really uh, can't talk about anything because uh, that's what I was trying to figure out. He's got a brand new show, or he's part of a show mm. in the US at the minute. Yeah. Um, and like, could be anything. Could be friends. Is he in friends? Do you think? Uh, I don't think they'd, they'd appreciate a seventh friend. He's Marcel. He's Marcel. Group. My guess was The Walking Dead because I think Ooh. they were filming it around the time he was talking about having been over there. Okay. Um, that would be my because I can't think of anything else. Like obviously it's not Game of Thrones because he's not shooting over there. Uh, Westworld are not shooting at the moment, uh, and there's nothing else where you're like, oh, we have to keep. The casting top secret. Hmm. Yeah, that's Atlanta, isn't it? They shoot down there. I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. yeah. So, mm-hmm. so he was promoting his brand new film, Steel Country, mm-hmm. at the Galway Film Fair. Did you get a chance to see that one? I did. Uh, he's very, very good at it. He's someone who is somewhere on the uh, on the autism spectrum, uh, who gets caught up in. Uh, the, a, a local boy has gone missing and then the body is found and he tries to figure out what happened to him uh, but the local town is like a very close-knit community and they don't want any outsiders coming in to you know uh, cause any trouble sounds like a great rom-com it was a it was not a fun watch okay. but he is fantastic in yeah. it um, uh, there was something we talked about again it's like there's a very thin line when you're playing a character like that where it can just become a, a thing of like ticks and uh, just a bad impression yeah uh, but that wasn't the case here he was he was really really good in terms of the festival itself any other highlights uh, of new films that you got a chance to see the big one was uh, the Katie Taylor documentary um, and most of her family were down there for the for the world premiere of that uh, she wasn't because she's training for her next big fight which mm-hmm. I think was just announced uh, recently which she'll inevitably win because she wins every fight she, <laughs> she ever fights she does uh, and yeah I'm gonna do it'll be up on Joe but uh, a bit of a long read on that where it is the film you wish Notorious kind of had been uh, it's like not, it had substance yeah and it wasn't just about one D-bag talking about himself for an hour and a half. <laughs> uh, I had no idea the the influence she had had on the world's kind of just how the world perceives women's boxing. Like, I there's just so much that she singularly is either responsible for or has powerfully influenced, and she's made a female sport uh, a better place just all by herself um, yeah, she and is she, a superstar like. I had no idea um, I knew she was great at what she did but I didn't know she, she was also a really good footballer too she used to play yeah, for Ireland there's, yeah. a, there's yeah. a bit of that in there um, but I had no idea she had had such a, a strong uh, positive influence for other women as well 
Well, that sounds great. It's just called Katie, is it? Yes. Yeah. So looking forward to that. I have to say to this, that. now, Andrew Scott, he still terrifies me. I just equate him with Moriarty. Oh, I know. Even I know. he seems the nicest man, but he's one of those actors who just his delivery of every line is perfect. It's that slow, creeping smile that just appears on his face. He just absolutely nails it. But looking um, forward to seeing what he's in now. 100%. So that is, uh, yeah, that was our interview with Andrew Scott uh, down at the Galway Film Flat. Um, now, there are a couple of new releases this week, and we've all been so busy, so busy. Mm. Like, you've been just acting away, Paul. <laughs> watching, Paul watching, watching, watching the World Cup. I'm going to hold my Paul, hands up there. Yeah, we've just been watching football constantly. So, <laughs> was there football? Um, there was just a teeny, teeny, tiny little match, but. Uh, now, there's no more for four years. Mm, no more yeah, football that's, talk yeah, that's for how it works. That's yeah. the way football works, Rory. Yay. Um, but the first of this week's new releases is Mamma Mia, Here We Go Again. And uh, it's obviously it's released in cinemas this week. Did, did either of you, were you fans of the first one? I've actually, I've never seen Mamma Mia. I thought it was okay. Because um, it was a worldwide phenomenon. Yeah, it made a lot of money. Uh, I thought it was fine. Meryl Streep really throws herself into it. Pierce Brosnan, not, not much of a singer. Uh, but he doesn't seem to care. Nobody seems to care whether they can or can't sing. Everyone's just having a bit of a laugh, and Greece is beautiful to look at. Um, I think it's that. That's the reason everyone loves it is just because it's not. It's not perfect. It's loose and raw, and it's just everyone having a good time. Yeah, it's like it's it's just good crack. And who, and who doesn't like ABBA music? That's the thing. How many copies of ABBA Gold does everyone have in their house? Everyone has at least two. Yeah, it's. Uh, I think we've. I don't think like my favorite ABBA tracks on ABBA Gold though. What is your favourite Abba it, track? Does your mother know where you're at? Is that on Abba? Where you're, where you're, where you're at? at? Where you're, where you're at? at? Does your mother know where you're, you're at? at? Your right. you're at. Actually, here's a little clip uh, with some Abba. They do the music in it. I have a dream a song to sing I'm so glad you're here. I'm pregnant, but I don't know how to do this by myself. Your mother is the bravest person we ever met. Look at my baby. Let me tell you how she did it. All on her own. Life is short. The world is wide. I want to make some memories. Dancing Queen. It just takes me back to being a 17-year-old girl again. That is a banging tune. Uh, to respond to now that. have you completely <laughs> taken any possible from Happiest year of my life. It, I don't know what to say. <laughs> I, 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 I love that too. <laughs> okay, Owen, you have the floor. Elaborate. You're so, a 17-year-old girl and you're listening to ABBA. But that was it. No, it was actually quite upsetting sometimes. Um, Lily James is in the brand new film uh, because it's flashback, basically. So it's, she it's, plays like a well, young it's, it's Meryl Streep. It's the Godfather Strap. Part 2 of... Mamma Mia because it's a prequel and a sequel all in one yeah so it's like uh, Evil Dead 2 is that just a sequel <laughs> <laughs> are you just naming sequels right? Jaws 2 oh, yep there okay. we go that's a completely um, different Ghostbusters 2 so yeah like Lily James plays a young Meryl Streep yeah but Meryl Streep is she in this the, the trailer's being very coy about like whether she's actually in the film or not she's in the poster I just presumed she was in it because uh, she's not in the trailer, in the trailer. She's in the trailer a wee bit. No, it's footage from the oh, first one. It's footage from the first one. The sneaky boy. Oh, we got, yeah, Cher. We got like, Cher in there anyway. But she's all like, yeah, Cher's Meryl Streep's mother in this one. Sweet lord. But she's all like, uh, Amanda Seyfried is all, I'm pregnant and I can't do this on my own. And then they're like, well, let me tell you how your mother did it. Right. But why isn't the mother saying how she could do does it? Does your mother know where you're at? Yeah. Does your mother does she? know she's not in this film? 
so what we're going to do is we're going to go and see it. I thought that was a solid joke and it's just been passed by. No, it's fine. Don't worry about it. Sure, last week whenever you made a joke, you couldn't stop laughing for about 15 minutes. You that was a great joke. That was a great joke. Um, the, so we'll go and see <laughs> have a full review next week. The other big release this week is Hotel Artemis. And this actually has a tie in with uh, one of my musical choices from earlier on because uh, Jodie Foster was in Bugsy Malone. Uh, as Tallulah and then Jodie Foster is back now as a nurse in Hotel Artemis uh, which has got a brilliant cast uh, yeah. Jeff Goldblum's in there Charlie uh, Day Charlie Day of course Sterling for all K. the Brown it's always Sunny fans um, so the hotel Sophia basically is she yes she is yeah. Yeah. Batista yeah. Oh, Zachary Quinto just a bunch of ass kickers <laughs> pretty much yeah. um, here's a little clip of those guys kicking ass in Hotel Artemis I need to make a call Hello. How can I help? Easy, fellas. Everybody's gonna get fixed up. Now verify your memberships, and we're off to the races. The Autumn's is a secret hospital for criminals. I thought you were done with all this. I got out, but you know how it goes. You're never out. Not up here. I thought this place was a myth. We've been here for 22 years. This hospital was built on two things. Trust. And rules. And rules. Three things. Your, Three things? Your accent. Charity rules and this New York accent. And it looks like a lot of fun. Who's the dude behind this? Is it Goddard? He, oh, it is. It's, is it Drew Goddard? Is he El Royale or is he? He did El Royale. Bad times El Royale. He is doing El Royale, yeah. But there's uh, someone behind us. I, I, I should have looked this up. I'm just loving the fact that clearly the John Wickization of action films yeah. is really taking over. That these But well, this is a hospital. Saw the Continental a, thought. A, I'll have some of that. I'll, okay, yeah. maybe the script was in development a few years before. But I love the fact that all these bonkers, high concept action films yeah. have been done. And from the look of the trailer, Rory's best friend looks uberly cool in this. Well, Rory's got a lot of friends. I'm, I'm actually yeah. trying His to figure out. Steven friends. Spielberg is in this film? <laughs> <laughs> Who's your best friend and, in this uh, one? And frequent Imelda May collaborator. And, ah, uh, of course. He loves a bit of Irish Danny Boy as well. Steven Spielberg. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's the one. And uh, if got, anything with Jeff Goldblum has my money anyway. 100%. Um, and yeah. the bad guy in this. Oh, man. So, the Wolf King. And uh, fairness, I like, I like Jodie Foster. She does a bit of action. That's a great was the brave the brave she won the Neil Jordan was pretty decent when she mm, went bit. I liked her Panic, inside out when she was Panic Room was pretty good terrible, yeah. <laughs> the uh, as you said Paul um, kind of the John Wickisization which is a good that's a good word mm. um, yeah changing like the Continental which obviously in that is the hotel for assassins and can't kill each other well kind of happens but this idea that this uh, particular because you always in bank robbery films if anyone gets shot or anything they always know a guy that they go to and mm. it might be a vet can't or whatever we can't go yeah. Yeah. so uh, this idea that there's a special place specifically well basically an accident and emergency room for criminals is, uh, is a brilliant concept it's misleading though they call themselves a hotel Yes, that doesn't... Well, no, that, is that not just to put the cops off the, the trail? Yeah. Oh, but like, what if you wanted to walk in, you wanted to check in? Yeah, as a, as actually, they haven't thought this You can check in, but you can never check out. That's good. Yeah. Um, should be one of those trainer <laughs> voiceover guys. Mm, maybe go again. Nah, I feel like the pressure's on. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not a performing monkey. So Hotel Artemis is the other big release. Uh this week, as we said, um we're gonna we're gonna not watch any football and we're not gonna be really busy four and we're gonna years. go and see those films next week. Four, four more, more years. years. Um but if you can't make it along to the cinema, Paul, you have a wee recommendation for people to I watch. Do at indeed. Home. And speaking of the bonkers action from Hotel Artemis, my recommendation is I think the most bonkers action film I think I've seen probably in my lifetime. And Guess. The it's, most bonkers. Uh, the oh. best way I could describe it is it's probably very like a video game. 
I'm going to say it's Clive Owen's shoot him up. No, but you're not far off it. Crank. Yes. Crank. Neville Dean Taylor. Chev Chelios. The greatest character name Chef ever. Chelios. You Chelios. Um, I haven't seen Crank. What? What? All of your recommendations. Like I went and watched Don't Breathe because you How recommended that. How have you not seen Crank? Why are my friends are watching the football again? For the last four years. 12 years 12 years uh, is it 12 years old I think it was 2004 or Holy 2004 yeah, there's been a sequel and everything yeah no it's obviously it's meant to be insane it is insanely good I'm, it upset. Is I'm upset by you this hey. is a film podcast god damn I'm it I'm sorry I go and watch and it me and you consider me and Rory your friends mm. yeah. yeah well that's under tenure now after that after that shocking bombshell yeah he's basically a mafia goon enforcer tough guy who comes across the wrong people they inject him with a slow working poison that's gonna basically stop his heart but the only thing he can do to keep himself alive is keep pumping himself with adrenaline adrenaline so it starts off at like speedball and red bulls but the kick has to get higher and higher and higher essentially it's a video game you need no plot you need no logic and this revels in the fact that you don't set pieces are great and the final bit um, (laughs) on the phone is one of the best running gags because into the next film brilliant and uh, some of the set pieces are great and it's one of those films if you crack open a beer sit down and watch it you'll have the time of your life so where can people watch it it is on ITV uh, 1 at 22.45 on Friday night a really good Friday night movie ITV 1 and if you want a double header see if you can find Trank 2 because that's equally nuts okay 22.45 Friday night. How uh, have you never seen Crank? I haven't seen it yet. I just said that. Stop judging me and stop shouting at me. You still haven't got the high clue either, have you? clue that is impossible to get. I was having a really bad show. Gorilla Murder, uh, Born Again and Again and, uh, and then Ruler is Lonely. So we've got Matt Damon in the middle line. Ruler is Lonely. Matt Damon film. <laughs> I can see you're already, <laughs> It was the pronunciation was of that. Yeah. No. He has it. What? Oh, it's dangling in front of you. You don't even know it. What? Ruler. Where do you get off? Ruler. Okay, focus. Okay. Okay. And I I gave you a gift gift because I was convinced you you were going to pick this as a musical number. I'm going to kick myself. As a musical number with Matt Damon. I'm trying to remember. No, not with Matt Damon. Actually, his best friend is mentioned in the musical number, though. That's a big clue, isn't it? His best friend is Ben Affleck. Yeah, he's mentioned in this song. He's, I think it's actually he's in, in a song. Why can I not? How do I not know a song? How many about musicals ben Affleck? do you know that have Ben Affleck in the lyrics? I'm trying to think. I'm that, all I'm thinking of is like I'm fucking Matt Damon, but that's obviously not. It's not it. No, that's, that's that not it because that's the, just, bit, that's the easiest thing is like the last line. Yeah, the last focus line. on one word in the last. Ruler line. is lonely. Yeah, yeah. Lonely. So there's a whole song based on one of those three words. Lonely Island. There's a whole song. There's a whole based, song. Basically. Ruler. Matt like flow rider Damon. low it's like it's called low it's repeated about 50 times low, the, one, of these, words, in, not like one of these words one of these words repeated about 60 blank. times in this song lonely oh. oh it's got it okay so gorilla right okay morning okay yeah uh, really, okay Will we gotcha watch okay, okay gorilla murder Gary's brother in team America yeah, okay it's murdered by a gorilla he uh, falls into a cage and the gorilla rips him apart. Born again and again and again and again and again and again because Matt Damon mm-hmm. can only say Matt Damon. And then the goddamn ruler is lonely. Kim. So lonely. That's an amazing song. You thought I was going to pick that one? Yeah, I thought, yeah. You, were, I thought you were going to go America. I Fuck thought yeah. You were yeah, yeah, I thought you were going to do that. That would have been a good chin And as well. uh, Ben Affleck. Ben Affleck sucks and I need you. <laughs> was that Pearl Harbor sucks? Isn't that it? 
I need you like Ben Affleck needs an acting coach. Um, yeah. So the answer. Team, Team America. America. World Police. Yeah, that's a good one. Oh, and God, exact same time as Rory, by the way. Oh, what Look a Look at you getting it. Now photo finish. it's time for <laughs> competition uh, Competition high clue. So congratulations to everyone who got last week's one correct. It went as follows. It's guns, gum, glasses. Mighty hacker should have ducked. French rat killer vents. Uh, and the answer, well, first of all, congratulations to uh, Connor Quinlan. Straight out the gap every week. Nails it. MJ O'Neill got a huge she. He said a tour de force from Jean Reno. Hashtag toast. Nice reference. And bonus points for Paul Redmond, who gave his answer in all emojis. He stuck in a pair of glasses, a gun, a CD disc, somebody hanging off a cliff. Mm-hmm. This doesn't technically happen in that film. Mm-hmm. But, but, we get the reference. Yeah. Uh, a computer, a helicopter, and a tunnel. Um, the answer, of course, was Mission Impossible, the very first one. Uh, it's guns, obviously guns in it. Uh, gum, uh, from that scene with the chewing gum, when they oh. stick it on the window and it explodes and all the fish go everywhere. And glasses, because taking uh, or putting on and off glasses uh, plays a key role in it. Mighty Hacker Should Have Ducked is about Emilio Estevez. Uh, Mighty, Mighty Duck and Duck's in there as well. And he, um, poor lad, gets squashed in the lift there. Like, do you know, I think I even think if, if, if he ducks, he still would have died. Yeah. R.I.P. Amido Estevez. And uh, French Rat Killer Vents, which is reference to Jean Reno. And obviously he's French. That was my accent there now. Mm. Uh, he's in a vent for that famous scene in the CIA. And a rat comes along and he has to kill him. And there are also a few rats in the actual film as well so um, yeah that answer was Mission Impossible but this week's high clue okay pens at the ready it's not Team America okay for starters that's one one down because Owen already got that out the gate he got it (laughs) just nailed it so quickly novel Napier Uh, Napier capital N A-P-I-E-R so novel Napier Uh, the middle line is Mozart's Maestro Checks it all, and checks is spelt as in the Czech Republic, so it's capital C Z E C H S. So Mozart's maestro checks it all, and the final line is nurse takes care of doc, and doc is capital D. Oh, I have it. Novel Napier, Mozart's maestro checks it all, and the final line is nurse takes care of doc. Um, I don't think that novel. Five. Mozart's maestro checks at all. Seven. Maestro. Nurse checks. takes care of Doc. Five. So oh. sort of five seven five. Um, so yeah, there'll be a competition. <laughs> so there'll be a competition up on uh, Joe as well. But let us know if you know the answer to this week's competition. Hikley. That's pretty much it for this week. Good show. Um, Good really enjoyed it. Happy, happy, strong happy, happy birthday again, Rory. Do you want another wee blast of... Uh, of no, because I'm afraid you're going to put on that other song I hate. Why do you hate Stevie Wonder? I don't know. Are we partying? Are we going to a party? What are we doing? What have we got next week? Right. Uh, Mission Impossible Fallout. Actually, we have a big Mission Impossible <laughs> show this week. In all seriousness, guys. Uh, moustache. Moustache all around. Gazillions of interviews. we got Henry Cavill, Simon Pegg there as well, director Chris McQuarrie, uh, Rebecca Ferguson, Angela, Angela Bassett. Bassett, and Vanessa Kirby. And in addition to all of that, we have Tom Cruise's main stunt boy, uh, Wade Eastwood as well. So we'll be keeping yeah. an ear out for... Uh, him as well so lots of Mission Impossible Fallout goodness uh, to come next week um, aye, that's it I think, I, I think that's it are you going to watch Crank? 
Yep, 100% going to watch Crank. I'm going to quiz you on it next week if you don't. Fucking do it. Not a bother. Jesus. Yeah, okay. We right. ended on a happier note. On that there. aggressive Play note, happy birthday again. Watch out to, yeah, actually. Yeah. No, uh, see you later. Bye. Happy birthday, Roy. Okay. <laughs>